It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on in to The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I hope you're all doing well out there. It's been another week of staying home and social distancing and trying to just survive this new normal that is living in the midst of the coronavirus. And one of the things I personally feel, and you can text me if you think I'm off base here, that most moms, if they have school-age kids, are struggling with right now is the homeschooling situation. I have just seen countless moms, not complaining, but rightfully so, frustrated and feeling like they're swimming in kids' schoolwork and not knowing how to help them and feeling like there's a million different portals and emails and scanning and tests and just all of these things that are uh, collectively probably swallowing them on a good day. And let alone you add the stress of everything else that's going on with the virus and everything like that. So I am not in this situation. I have kids that are under five years old. They're not in school yet. And so I I don't really have a ton of experience with sitting down to like figure out schoolwork. The most I'm kind of doing is a preschooler who should be in kindergarten this fall. I'm feeling a little bit of mom guilt over like, "Ah, I should probably be like reading with her a little more or I should probably, you know, be working on some letters and stuff like that. But I don't actually have school school to do. So I feel kind of lucky in that regard. So I've brought in a mom today who you all know very well, my colleague and dear friend, Mary Richards from KSL News Radio. Mary, thank you for joining me today. It's so good to like see your face even over Zoom. I miss everybody. I miss people. (laughs) I know. I miss people, too. I miss being in the newsroom. I miss the the hustle and bustle of it. I miss my just programs <laughs> that I use, you know, that we use to do news. Master. Yeah, all of those. Yeah, I, I miss the workflow. And yes, I miss all of it. So I'm right there with you. But you are a mom of five children, right? And four of them are in school? Yeah. So we have our oldest is a freshman in high school. And we have a sixth grader third grader, first grader, and a preschooler who was, she was just going like two days a week and, and it was so cute. And, and so up until this week, we were mainly kind of juggling those four boys, our four older kids, their boys and all their assignments. But then this week, her preschool teacher decided, you know what, I think we figured out how we can start to do some preschool. So now we are this, as of this week, we are schooling five children from home. Jeez Louise, I don't know what preschool you have her in, but our preschool is just kind of like, let's do a Zoom meeting once a week, and here's a Facebook page where if you need some activities, and I'm like, A-okay with that. But like I said, I do feel a little bit of guilt that I'm sort of, I probably should be doing more. Oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's dissect my guilt, shall we? No, (laughs) um, but talk to me about what you felt like is the biggest struggle for you in having four kids and five kids really in different age ranges and stages of school, I imagine you're just swallowed in schoolwork. 
Yeah, we are. Um, that's been the biggest struggle is coordinating everything um, and keeping track of everything. All the emails coming in, all these different assignments in different places. I think I counted, well, let's count them up. We've got Canvas, uh, ST Math, Lexia, Wonders, um, Epic. Oh, there's another one. Uh, a couple different places where my uh, one son has to go online for uh, resources, a lot of YouTube stuff, um, and then the packets too. So there are all these different online resources with their different websites and and you know passwords for each place, and and so there's been a lot to coordinate. The other thing too that's been hard to coordinate is now in the last couple of weeks, as their teachers have been able to finally kind of coordinate their own lives, they've scheduled more of these Zoom or WebEx or Teams video meetings. My phone, iPhone um, alarm system is insane. You just go, <laughs> I've got like, <laughs> alarm, you know, for first graders meeting. We just finished one. I'm hiding in the closet because he's in the other room doing a video. <laughs> um, there were like three, four, five a day on our worst days of everything. So that's been kind of the worst is just coordinating everything. We've got a big calendar where I just kind of write the times on there of everything when, when it's due. And yeah, it's stressful. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. And I, I've, I've seen other parents kind of lament along the same lines, just of all the different systems that there are that, that you've had to learn for each one of these kids. What, I mean, now that we're like three or four, four weeks in probably, what has been the biggest turnaround for you of feeling like you're kind of settled in the schoolwork? It's been the, the alarm system for sure helped me out and reminders with the label on each alarm. And then just communicating with their teachers, hey, which things are absolutely necessary? Which things do you feel like my child could benefit from? And their teachers have been so great just writing back saying, hey, I'm tracking what they're doing here. This one you, I, you can let go. If you're feeling behind here, don't worry about it. Focus on this instead. And so that gave me more permission to just be like, okay, we don't have to do it all. We're going to prioritize these few things here for each child. And that has been the game changer for us. Yes, I love that. And I would like to put that out on a grand scale, right? I feel like I don't want to suggest that we should just let go of schoolwork, because certainly that's not what I'm suggesting. But I wish we could just lower our standards a little bit for what has to be done and just kind of like really identify all the balls that you have in the air and what what is sort of your expectation versus the kids and the teachers expectations do you know what i'm saying because i just feel like there are so many moms walking around just swallowed in this feeling like failures and that is the last thing we need is one more thing to add to our here's what you're supposed to be doing list exactly and it's been great to um and i know i see a lot of dads joining in if they're working from home my work um goes i start early in the morning so i'm kind of wrapping up by the time my children ramp up their schoolwork and my husband works from home too so the best balance for us is finding okay, you work really well with that child. You're going to be on him today and help him. I'm going to work with this child. My high schooler is pretty good at kind of coordinating his own things. So just kind of over communicating and balancing it out practically day by day and just backing off from the perfectionism. That took me a few weeks until finally I thought they don't have to dot every I, every T, do every assignment. 
for our family, we've decided to focus a lot on reading every day and then the vocab and math and some other things have just gone out the window. I honestly, I love that though. I mean, you have to really just prioritize what things are essential and what things like no one will die if we don't learn this spelling word. Like it's okay. We'll take a break right now. Uh, We're talking with Mary Richards, my colleague from KSL News Radio. She uh, of course has five children and four of them are uh, in kindergarten plus. And so she is swallowed in the schoolwork. So I'm debriefing with her on all the things that she's going to going through in an effort to help other moms um, not take on so much as far as all the schoolwork goes, because I know there are so many moms that are dealing with that right now. We'll take a break. More on the topic when we come back on The Mom Show. You joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined today by my colleague from KSL News Radio, Mary Richards. You guys will hear her every morning on KSL News Radio, and usually through the noon hour, sometimes in the afternoon. She's on all day long, but she is a reporter extraordinaire. Like, Mary, when I hear your reports and just knowing you and working with you, I am in awe of your work. And how you do that with five children and work full time is just beyond me. So I I really want to convey to people how amazing you are. Oh, thanks. Tell our boss. (laughs) I will. I will. Absolutely. So we're talking today about homeschooling, which... I hate to even use that word because I think we sort of need to distinguish what what parents are doing right now. And I'm obviously talking specifically to moms, but um, obviously there are dads out there who are helping with schoolwork. But from a mom's perspective, I think a lot of us are kind of in the thick of it. Um, the difference between homeschooling and sort of crisis schooling is what we're doing right now, right? Right. Remote learning, they call it. Um And so, yeah, so there's been this term that people are kind of saying, like, oh, we're doing homeschool now. But as I started to talk to more of my friends over the years, I know a couple of women and then my sister-in-law in in Seattle who do true homeschooling. They were trying to help me feel better about about it because I thought, how do you do this? You amazing women. How do you homeschool and and keep sane? And also, I will point out, they don't work full time like I do. Um, they were trying to explain to me there is a difference between your own homeschool where you set the curriculum and you kind of teach your children throughout the day, throughout the year on a different track. What we're doing now here in the state of Utah is pretty much crisis schooling. It's remote learning from home in this crisis, in this pandemic, where the school districts and the teachers are all doing their best under their state curriculum and standards and guidelines and and track you know a certain track to meet so it's a completely different set of rules so that made me feel better because I honestly thought I'm terrible I can never homeschool these women are so perfect out there and they're like no 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 this is hard for us too what's happening now this is how we do things differently than you are so I actually know a couple of people who have decided I'm not going to follow the school's curriculum anymore I'm just going to hit stop here in April And we're going to do our own kind of learning along the way with these other ways instead of following, you know, the packets of certain spelling words today and certain numbers of math level today to meet the school's guidelines. So that was an interesting distinction for me. And I'm sure many of your listeners might even know that better than I do. It was a wake up call for me. 
because I well, thought, I'm just not built for this. Yeah, well, I think just even that shift in language for yourself, right? Like, the, I'm not a homeschool mom. I'm, I'm a crisis school mom, <laughs> right? And just, like, kind of shifting that language in, like, this is temporary. This is a thing I'm just doing right now. I'm not, I'm not actually a homeschool mom. And that kind of, to me, signals that I can let go of some of the it should look this way, I should be doing it this way, this thing needs to be done kind of perfectionism that I think many of us are falling into. Oh, for sure. I know I was because when this all started, uh, I had just come back from New York State, upstate New York. I went there in early March to go and get some interviews and do some stories on the bicentennial of Joseph Smith's first vision. And it was all becoming this general conference special that was going to air during general conference, huge audience, huge opportunity, huge project that I wanted to get perfect. That same week as the day I come home, like after this overnight two day trip, schools are are home. And I'm thinking I have to do everything perfect in my life. I have to make sure my children don't fall behind. I have to make sure this thing is perfect. And it almost, I mean, I know I had, I know now it was an anxiety attack. It felt like a heart attack. My heart was pounding so fast for like three days. I couldn't breathe. Everything felt tight. My head was just pounding and I couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. It was ridiculous until I just, I just, I just finally started to learn how to breathe through it and realize that the world was not going to fall apart if my general conference special for the radio was not perfect. And if my children had a week where they weren't doing every single assignment ever given to them in their lives. So I just, that was crisis for sure. Did you start to feel like you had coronavirus? Because that's what I've been doing lately. <laughs> it's like, I was like, what are these symptoms? Yes. I'm like my, my hands are tingling. I'm feeling numbness. Like, is this the start of it? Oh, uh, I was like, my hair's falling out. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yes. So. But that is, Mary, that is anxiety. And that I can totally understand that. First of all, your general conference special was perfect. But I I can completely understand why you might be feeling just the weight of the world on you. And that really is the message that I want other moms to take from this episode today is just the bigger picture, right? To step back and look at the bigger picture that like, yeah, no one no one will die if I don't get this assignment done, you know, and like you said, your general conference special was so important to you and you were kind of able to walk yourself back from some of that perfectionism. Yeah, I was. And I, and that was through talks with my boss, just where he was like, look, what you've got is amazing. You know, you don't have to just kill yourself putting this together. And then some great, great talks with other moms and other friends of mine texting or over the phone with everybody. Even if you're isolated at home, don't isolate yourselves from other women. This one mom had the best chat with me just being like, Hey, is this anxiety talking or is this a real concern of yours that your children are quote going to fall behind after a few weeks? I mean, I, I was already picturing them in the unemployment line when they were like 18, you know, high school dropouts because at this time in their lives, they were, you didn't finish their homework assignments. You know what I mean? Like I was already picturing them like 50 and homeless on the streets. I, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> You've gone down the bridge way too far. Let's walk it back here to just today and do your best today. And then tomorrow you're going to do your best. And then, you know what I mean? Yes. But, yeah. Just kind of walking back from that extreme 
concern that my children were going to fall so far behind that they would like stop learning how to like read. And I don't know, it was ridiculous. I was <laughs> so nervous. No, I get it. I get it. A hundred percent. I get it. And I think it's so important that you were able to walk yourself back from that. We're talking with Mary Richards, of course, my fantastic colleague here at KSL News Radio. She's got five kids, uh, all of them doing schoolwork right now. So I'm picking her brain about how to help other moms uh, as they're muddling through trying to school their kids in this crisis time that we're dealing with right now. So we'll take a break. Uh, Some more tips from Mary when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. (laughs) And then someone hands you a baby. (laughs) This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. You know, I put a question out on my Instagram page the other day asking for some feedback on what moms are struggling with right now in light of um, everything that's going on with the virus and being home and having kids home. And one of the the main responses that I got on comments was moms who are struggling with schoolwork and helping their kids with schoolwork. And I'm going to chalk that up as the number one concern of moms with school-age kids right now. And I think the crux uh, of my message to moms today is to... Walk back some of your perfectionism and really take a good hard look at what things are, for lack of a better term, sucking the life out of you. And are those things absolutely 100% necessary? And it really takes some work to get in there and kind of question, you know, certainly I'm not suggesting like, just don't do schoolwork. Like if it's stressing you out, don't do it. That's not what I'm suggesting. But, but are there elements of the schoolwork that... Maybe you can walk back a little bit. Does everything have to be done perfectly? And if they fall a little bit behind in these next, in the next month, right? Because school's almost out anyways. Is it going to be the end of the world? Can we look big picture and and take a look at, you know, will it all be okay in the end? That's kind of... Um, That would be my biggest takeaway. Now, I'm not doing school with my kids right now because I have two children under five. So I'm just in the survival stage. I'm in like try not to lose it on my kids every day stage. Uh, But I've brought in my coworker, Mary Richards, who uh, has five kids. And uh, four of them are kindergarten plus. Mary, how are you holding up over there? (laughs) So it's been a good week. I don't think I've cried this week. Right? I did. I did cry a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought I had a cry for your week. Uh, (laughs) But yesterday ended up being okay. It was, and you know what, sometimes I think it's okay for me to release those tears of frustration, take some breaths and keep going. To beat myself up for the crying, like what, like how long ago, three weeks ago, three years ago. I like how your measure of success of a good week is whether or not you cried this week. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're hanging in there. And I feel like we finally reached a good place. Because we just kind of finally just wrote it all down. Okay, 
here's where we're at. And this is what each day is going to kind of look like, even though the boys are like, what day is it again? <laughs> it, you know, we, for us, cause I work so early in the morning and the boys, we, we go to bed, we're, everything shifted earlier for us. We all go to bed earlier cause I wake up early to do the morning show, but we say, okay, you're going to get up. You can watch your little show in the morning, eat your breakfast. And then at eight 30, we start school. And this is the order of the assignments that you have and the things you'll be doing at 11 is lunch. We keep going until one o'clock with finishing up some loose ends or getting help with this or that. Then we have our quiet time where they can watch a movie and mom takes a little nap. And so does the three-year-old. And then after that, it's dinner, just play. And we just, you know, do whatever we can around the house or outside to just play and, or explore, you know, whatever, and take a walk, you know, those kinds of things. So once we finally kind of laid all that out is this is how each day is going to look. It helped our family immensely. Something that helped my sister-in-law uh, in Draper, who works full-time for one of the school districts, and she's trying to do all this from home, is she kind of gave each of her children this list of things to do and, and, um, and their assignments. And they're kind of self-starters, and that's helped them once they realize their expectations each day, saying, if you get these things done on your checklist, then you can have your screen time, or then you can go do this or that. And, and that's helped them. Um, just kind of those... Because children, I feel like I'm finally figuring this out. <laughs> if they don't know what to expect or they're feeling kind of lost every day, they're going to act out or they're going to be frustrated or they're going to, or they'll just run off and not get any learning done, which is not acceptable for me, even if I don't want <laughs> all of our work done, at least do some of it. Right. No, I think that's a great, uh, a great point and a great tip for moms that, you know, I, I've seen these memes going around that's like, there's nothing cuter than a, a color-coded schedule. The mom at the beginning of, you know, homeschooling, and now <laughs> it's thrown out the window. But what you're saying, I think, is that the schedule really helps your family. And and it's not a rigid, like, you have to do this at 8.30. It's more like, this is our block of schoolwork time, and you can do what you need to do within this block. Yes, exactly. Too rigid and they like rebel. Um, but yeah, it's, but it is, it helps them ex- kind of understand what to expect. And it, when they still push back, we had a little bit of that. Um, and there are times where it's been problematic. <laughs> I don't know if people who follow me on Twitter saw on Thursday, I put out there the picture of the genie when he's counting on his fingers and the fingers keep and, and <laughs> keep growing. Where he's like, uh, or I'm like, trying to count up all the zoom meetings we have today at the same time and how many devices we have in the house. <laughs> the math didn't work. We, a couple of us missed our meetings that day. <laughs> and that's where I squeezed out some tears. And I thought, you know what though? It's okay. Everybody right now is in the same boat and every, everybody that day was totally understanding with that situation. Yeah. And I feel like people are more understanding given that we're all working from home and we're all just kind of trying to make, make it work. Um, you mentioned that, that, you know, you really struggled with like having the expectation of there needs to be some learning. It it sounds to me, and I I know you a little bit, so I know how important like learning is for you. I want to know how, how you've been able to balance, um, you know, your expectation of learning and, and how important you feel like that is for your kids with also not being swallowed whole by all the work. Yeah, it has been a tough thing for me because I really, I'm one step away from a tiger mom, I feel like, where I'm just like, Richards, get A's, you know, <laughs> and I'm sure there's a child psychologist out there that would be like, ah, right now. <laughs> We're, We're all messing, messing up our, our kids. kids, it's fine. <laughs> I want them to aim high and I want them to persevere and know that they can set high goals and in my, in our whole lives. 
right now I'm, I'm trying to tell them because I'm noticing in my, in my two older boys, especially the sixth grader and the ninth grader that, that they're starting to get stressed too right now. Like, Oh no, what if this assignment isn't perfect? And, and my teacher can't even grade it cause you can't see it. And, and I'm, I'm, ah, you know what I mean? And so we kind of talk about, okay, right now helping our brains. It doesn't have to be perfect right now. We are each day we are persevering. We're working toward that goal of being smarter uh, in our lives and learning something from this. And that's going to help them a little bit. Be like, okay, okay, I'm going to be okay. Because I, I don't know if I gave that to them or what, but that, <laughs> I did feel bad when I saw that perfectionism coming out in them. Right. Listen, I fear the same thing. I worry about my kid picking up my worry, right? It's like you're worrying about your worry. <laughs> And I talked with a mental health professional on the show last week, and she's like, I want to normalize that for moms because let's be honest, they're going to pick up some of our stuff. And you know what? We've survived for a long time with our own stuff, and they're going to pick up some of our, our stuff, and that just has to be okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to do in the moment because you're thinking, oh, no, this education is so important. And And I guess the point I'm kind of trying to get at here is that you know, when we kind of put our expectations on our kids, I think that's where we can get overwhelmed really easily. You know, when we make it, you know, and I do this in other aspects, not so much with school because we're not in school right now. But, um, you know, I, I don't want my daughter to have any body image issues, for example, because we're women and we get those all the time. And so, you know, am Am I putting my expectation for that on her when I really just need to let her learn the lessons and figure it out and come to our own conclusions? That's it's really hard to do. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. It is. We just we just think every day, okay, I just really hope they remember the good from their childhood. But then I so I used to think that too. We, I'm tangenting, but I'm hoping I just hope they grow up and remember the good. But maybe they should remember some of the bad because it'll help them be better parents. <laughs> well, yeah, and and you, you kind of have, have to have, have the good and the bad. You have, you have to have, have the bad to recognize the good. But it is hard. It is hard when you have your own things that you're self conscious about, and then you don't want your kids to pick up on those, and then you see them doing that. That's where you start to panic a little bit. Yeah, and I do that with this schoolwork stuff. So we just, it, it's helped me a lot to have um, friends who are teachers just tell me um, that every it's going to be okay. They're more worried about the kids who whose parents can't or won't help them write, whose parents are working two, three jobs, who don't have the internet, who are just saying, oh, well, you know, later, we'll figure that out later. Don't even just, and they're just running around or just watching playing video games all day. I think they're more worried about them. Those of us that are trying every day to log on and do some work, they're saying just keep persevering in the fall. Hopefully we're all back in the fall. We'll all catch up and it'll be okay. Yeah, such a great perspective. Mary Richards, of course, my colleague at KSL News Radio. She's a mom of five children. She's homeschooling all of them, or at least crisis schooling all of them. And I love hearing your perspective, Mary. We'll take a break more on The Mom Show when we come back. Back inside the Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am joined today by my colleague here at KSL News Radio, Mary Richards. She's a reporter extraordinaire. You'll hear her uh, every weekday morning here on KSL News Radio. Mary, how are you holding up? 
<laughs> I today is a good day, so I'm great today. <laughs> I love in the last segment, you're like, I haven't cried this week. Oh, wait, nope, I cried once, but that's okay. It's fine. I can just cry. <laughs> First week. <laughs> At least I haven't cried five times this week, for sure. sure. Exactly. Well, I'm so interested to hear your perspective. We've been talking about how you are homeschooling all five of your children. And we did distinguish, I keep using the word homeschool, even though I don't really want to, but for lack of a better word, you know, the difference between a true homeschooling mom or homeschooling parent and what we're doing right now. And I think you made the fantastic point that uh, we're not homeschooling right now. We're crisis schooling. And I think that's such an important distinction. Um, But Mary, as you've kind of muddled your way through helping your kids with their schoolwork, what have been some of your biggest wins in all of this? Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been so great to see their little personalities and how they work. I mean, I would always help them with their homework at night before all of this, but now seeing them really work through uh, a program or a problem. And then, and honestly, my little nerdy brain has kind of loved learning some of this stuff along with them again, when I can um, turn and help them or, or, or look over their shoulder. I've, I've kind of loved learning about diagramming sentences again, or some of solving for X or you know, we've been learning all about finding the area of a triangle. And I thought, oh, oh, yeah, I used to know that kind of stuff years ago. And this is kind of interesting to learn again. And seeing them uh, get it and, or you know, that's been a joy. There are times when they don't and we're, and we're sad or we're all frustrated or, or busy or worried. And obviously those are happening too. But um, I think that's been a joy to see them kind of learn new, new things or, or remember. And, oh, there's a an alarm for my phone for another right. you got a zoom meeting <laughs> i think that one though was uh, optional today so oh, okay. late. uh <laughs> it's cute to see them i've had some cute moments with them as they uh, are on these video chats with their teachers and classmates seeing my little three-year-old join her little preschool zoom this week was so cute and she got to sit on my lap and i got to be with her as she did that because i'm a working mom and and often I'm I'm always been gone in the morning, so it's been fun to be with them as they eat their breakfast and hold my little girl on my lap uh, all morning until I need to dump her off and go do a live shot. <laughs> That's interesting. I've had kind of a similar experience where you know I am not a stay at home mom, and so being with my kids twenty four seven since we've been quarantined, it's like I live in this sort of dichotomy of like I'm grateful to be with them and grateful that you know, they're safe and we're safe and healthy, but I crave going back to work. But at the same time, I have, I haven't been feeling as like, I can't do this. It's it's just more of like, this is what I have to do right now. So whereas when I was a stay-at-home mom and just kind of working sporadically, I just really did not enjoy the times that I was home. It was so hard for me to have them all home, but it's kind of just a different mindset. Yeah, I say so too. Yeah, definitely different mindset. I, um, I, there was a day a couple weeks in where there were just a few moms in a row that had been posting on Instagram or Facebook, absolutely loving this time with my children. We're having so much fun. We're making crafts, we're baking, we're doing this and that. And I remember crying that night because I thought, this is so hard. This is so hard for me. And they're making it look like it's just this cakewalk. But then when I started to look for the moments of good throughout the day instead of the moments of bad, I started to kind of feel better about it all. And those little cuddle moments with my daughter in the morning or the the times at night when I, that's my time when I read to the little boys and, and we've just been reading the coolest books and 
and reading it out loud to them and finishing Harry Potter and seeing them get so excited about it. And, and that's been a joy from this time to have, to have more time to do that and to point it out to myself that it is a joy. Yeah, and I totally get that. Mary, you are not alone in feeling like this is not like I'm seeing all these people, yeah, post um, what they're doing with quarantine time. And I'm like, I am busier now than I have ever been. Like, my husband and I just literally like throw the baby to each other like your turn, take the baby, I gotta go work. We're like down to the minute of like, I can only work until 3.05 this afternoon and then I need you back. And it's just been chaos. Uh, so I'm not, yeah, I'm not totally in that whole like this is I love all this time. But I have noticed just some of uh, the ways in which I'm appreciating the time a little bit. You know, I'm not I'm not lamenting or resenting that I'm with them, I guess, and not, you know other places i'm just like i'm with them right now and i have to take care of them and that's what i'm doing yeah my husband's on the phone a lot for his work um around the day so yeah i get you where you're just like okay you got a phone call okay you take the <laughs> i'll be out here you know running zone defense quick go, go. <laughs> if the baby naps from one to three then i can take a phone call at 2 45 and be done and we're right they're all yeah. watching a movie in the other room right now while i talk with you exactly it's perfect mary richards of course my colleague at ksl news radio thank you for all your um thoughts today on on school and just how you're kind of letting go of some of that perfectionism when it comes to helping your kids with the schoolwork. Any final thoughts that we haven't discussed yet? 